following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another edition of the panel discussion. Um, Sands, our, uh, our our anchor, uh, Matt Millian will not be here. Stooley Steve is also going to be here. He's off with Piss Pete. Uh, they're on some wacky adventures. We're not sure where that's going to wind up. Probably in the lavatory. Um, but I am uh, Schmitty, William Smith here, uh, holding it down with my friend Johnny Townsend. Or and, Townsy. Uh, Townsy. I like it. Schmitty and Townsy. It's getting Schmitty go. in this town. Z. Yeah. Town. <laughs> with Schmitty in this town, Z. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, and then Baron, Baron's off doing Baron things. He's he's rummaging around here. So uh um he might pop in from time to time. He's he's been kind of he's been a little on edge since uh Stoolie Steve shot him up. Uh, and I told him Stoolie's he's mad my A, but he doesn't trust me. So but um oh man, the old, the old prospector, is he giving you any legal advice lately, Townsy? You know, I'm glad you asked me that, Smitty. I uh, received a, this was, first of all, this blew my mind. I received a text message. Uh, what? I didn't even, I didn't even know he had a cell phone. I didn't either. It must be an archaic device. A Zach Morris-esque type cell phone, I would I, imagine. I don't understand. Uh, but he apparently was telling me that he was uh, pretending to be dead. What? Uh, yeah, because, now get this, all he would tell me was, they're after him. He wouldn't tell me they. who. Yeah. Oh. They. That's what Maybe he said. The Illuminati? I, he wouldn't say anything wouldn't else. Say anything. I don't know. Oh. The Van Buren boys, perhaps. I got a good trick that you can use to fend them off. What's that? Uh, you just flash the number eight at them. Oh, that's I, easy enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could you could hold a pepper shaker, you know, just <laughs> yeah. give the okay hand. You know, the, the old Van Buren boys. They're a rough bunch. The rough bunch, especially in the night. Well, well, well. Oh, how's it going, Prospector? The, well, uh, the prospect and no. lawyer, I should say. Don't, let me say I'm the question. young Prospector. Oh. And I'm just a paralegal. Oh, okay. You're coming up the chain there. Very nice to hear. That's right. And I was, I'm a part-time samurai. Oh, wow. Samurai. Hmm. Interesting. Or are you I, classically trained in the arts of the samurai? Uh, in every way, like Tom Cruise before me. <laughs> so were you the last samurai or was Tom the last samurai? I was the next to last samurai. Oh, okay. That's he just was good. the last samurai. Uh, gotcha. That's like yeah. the silver medal of last samurais. It's not bad, though. Nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, but nobody cares. You know, I say I can't go around on a business card saying I'm the next to last samurai. Give me your gold. It just doesn't work. And you could try. You might get some silver instead. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, Whoa. yeah. That's what I'm after. I meant silver. Silver. That's not bad. Yeah. It's, it's better than bronze, I've been told. Why would I want gold? That's that other guy, that other prospector. Yeah. Yeah. He's a gold digger. Yeah. So <laughs> he don't want no broke, broke. <laughs> well, well, speaking of gold, I, uh, Townsend, you'll, you'll love to hear this. I stumbled on some paper gold this week. Uh, th there is a, uh, a local 
kind of like a flea market around my parts called the Emporium. And they have everything you could possibly imagine or desire. Okay, it, let me ask then. Yeah. Uh, uh, do they have uh, pencil erasers? Oh, they sure do. All shapes and sizes. Do they have pencils that have uh, like dollar bill sides on them? I'm sure they do. You might want to expand your horizons here from pencil type goods and services do they have pencil sharpeners oh they sure do the ones you wind you crank you turn yourself all kinds do they have like a build-it-yourself pencil i'll tell you what else they had a pencil case they also have oh yeah notebooks which will you know go hand in hand with pencils this place Um, spares no expense no no expense they even sometimes dabble in the pen industry quails and all oh man Sometimes oh, they got those quad clickers, you know, just in case you need red and black, but you don't want to carry both. Sometimes and they dry out blue. so much. Nobody quicker. fucking used green on those things. Nobody used green. Who's writing in green? I hated those because they would dry out so quick. Except for yeah. green. Yeah, except for green. Green would always <laughs> green, be green. Would green always, be always lasted. Yeah, it dried out quicker than that fruit striped gum would uh, lose flavor. Oh yeah, try doing both at the same time. Same time and try yeah. to it's a pop it up. Popping a piece of fruit stripe, uh, put on the temporary tattoo that came with it, and then try oh, to yeah. write a report in that fucking four click pen. You're, I was you're really cool. Up in five seconds. I was really cool because I had that uh, zebra playing basketball on my chest. Oh, man. <laughs> Slam dunk. <laughs> every time. Every time. Sure. Uh, was he, was he playing sure. or was he, was he the referee or was he actually playing the game? He's play, I, you, you would think with the stripes, he would yeah. be. The ref, but no, no, he was slam dunking that ball. He's playing, uh, you know, they were playing shirts and stripes, sounds <laughs> and stripes. I thought yeah. it was a billiards game. What's going on here? What's <laughs> going on? But I, uh, so this place has all kinds of things, they literally do have koi fish. They also have an alligator for some reason. You could buy vintage cars. You could buy um, <laughs> furniture. I was going to say you could buy vintage alligators. <laughs> That's, yes. That, I mean, they, they've been around a while. Um, but Basically, speaking little of dinosaurs. Re- yeah. Speaking of reptiles, I stumbled upon this wonderful booth that had um, the original Ninja Turtle Mirage comics from oh. the 80s. Oh, wow. They had issues 5 through 10. And then they had the micro series one-off of Raphael, oh. Michelangelo, and no, wait, sorry, not Michelangelo. It was Raphael, Leonardo, and Donatello. Um, and they were priced from forty to sixty-five bucks a piece. Were they? What shape were they in? Yeah, they weren't in the greatest. You could tell it's like somebody bought them, read them, probably put them on their bookshelf or in a in a in a perhaps a trapper keeper. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then probably put them away and then they were rediscovered. Um, I was really tempted. The, the one that really called out to me was Raphael because it's the first appearance of Casey Jones. But yeah. that one, that one was probably in the worst shape of them all, but it was just cool to see them. I did. Uh, I did play uh, better judgment. I didn't buy any of them, but it was still really cool to see them. Like it had the, the issue where they team up with like Renette, the time traveler and Cerebus, mm-hmm. the yeah. Advark, um, he was an advark, right? Or an yeah, he was. Aardvark, yeah, aardvark. Aardvark. He's aardvark. an advark. He works in the ad company. He's an advark. <laughs> he goes every. I'll just tell you what sponsoring and everything. <laughs> he had a cameo in Mad Men, I believe. <laughs> but um, that was cool to see. And then the Donatello, that one was pretty neat because he teams up with like Kirby, which is supposed to be like Jack Kirby. Yeah. But it was it was super cool to see all these issues. Like, and and they were first prints. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, now, if they were a little bit more moderately priced, I probably would have bought a few. Like I had a score uh, a couple months ago where I got the 12 issues of the Watchmen first print and they were all like three dollars a piece. 
And they were like, they weren't great condition, but they were, I would say, pretty darn good. So it it was just cool to see something that like I've read before, but I've never seen or held like the original copy. So it was pretty awesome to see. Yeah. So I knew you'd like that being a turtle fan as myself. Um, But they're still there. If you live in our area, folks, scoop them up, scoop them up. (laughs) Speaking of being a turtle fan uh, this week, uh, probably about when this comes out, uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday, and this Thursday is when that Ninja Turtle game I've been talking about comes out. Yeah, that like we talked about it. What was it? The next day they released yeah. the the release day, which yeah. I was expecting like Christmas in December because the Amazon pre-orders were like yeah, I think it's just uh, a place December thirty first. Yeah, but everybody yeah. just assumed that was it. So yeah, those come out like a couple days. Yeah, two days. That'll be Thursday the sixteenth. Uh, right. Yeah. So, I'm, very ex- I'm very excited about that. Uh, I have, uh, I, I have Xbox game pass and it's coming to that. So I'll be playing that, but I also uh, pre-ordered a physical copy because okay. I'm old school like that. Yeah. With that one, I'm going to want a physical copy myself. Um, have you, have you seen any of the deluxe editions that they have? Oh offer? God. Yeah. <laughs> They're ridiculous. Yeah. The one I got one, but I didn't get the, the big one. I got one. that's going to come with like some really sweet stickers and stuff like that, but, okay. there's, but they get ridiculous with that. yeah the one was like oh like 200 bucks wasn't it yeah yeah and that's that was not like, the one like, i got ah, i don't I'm, like looking at the extras i'm like i don't really see i don't think the juice is worth the squeeze on that one like i don't i don't get it like the the coolest thing that probably came with was a repackaged shredder oh yeah that's um, the thing i like the most line, on that one yeah. but they did it like how he looks in the cartoon not fucking shirtless and weird yeah is that not the weird <laughs> <laughs> like the original shredder toy i'm like why is he shirtless i, I never remember got that. I remember he when had, I like, first... he had, like fucking 24 pack of abs. Like, what is with this guy? I remember when I first saw that toy and I, I, I just thought that my friend who had the toy, I just thought, why did he take the shirt off that? Yeah, kid? yeah, no, that's, but how, no, he that's how he comes. Yeah, he's yeah. shirtless. <laughs> Bizarre. Bizarre. But he's ripped, though. Oh, no, yeah. Ripped. He is shredded. He has. Uh... <laughs> Shredder is shredded for yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. he, he sure is. He was not <laughs> eating any cheese. He just shredded it and left it to the side, folks. Yeah. Pure protein. That's all he that's all he ingests. So, yeah, that that's a that's a nice game. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to get it for the switch. So I'm curious. That's what I'll... I'm getting. Yeah. OK, that's what I'm getting it for, too. We can play with each other on the switch, Smitty. Oh, that's going to give me uh, the reason to get that that uh, Internet pass. You there see, you folks, this is the only thing I do on this thing called the Internet. <laughs> it's true. I do nothing else on the Internet. It's nothing. true. I, I do not have Facebook. I don't. What's the twi- the twitching? The only the twitching, twitching the, the Instagramming. He don't do yeah, any of that. I don't do anything. I twitch sometimes at night because I have restless leg syndrome, yeah. but that's about it. Oh, me too. Yeah. yeah, it's the only amount of twitching I do. Um, So this might dip my toe into this world. And and once Skynet takes over, Johnny, I'm blaming you for when they come and take take my everything that I own because that's what Skynet's going to do. They're going to take over. Well, they'll take my stuff first, so you can laugh yeah, at me. Yeah, I'll probably. I'll, then... I'll, well, then I won't be able to yell at you if they take you first. That's oh, you can, like in Let vain. me go first so I can yell at you. <laughs> yeah, you can take my name in vain if you want. Oh, okay. I'll do that. I'll curse it up to the heavens. <laughs> um, the other thing, since we are recording on a Tuesday, this is this is Flag Day. So I hope everybody enjoyed their, their wonderful Flag Day. I myself wore my Apollo Creed shoes. That's how I celebrated my Flag Day. Red, oh, white, and blue with Carl Weathers likeness right on the tongue. I can't imagine anything sexier. That's right. And... To celebrate Flag Day, so uh, I decided I was going to feel as American as possible, and uh, so I got on the old Amazon and was on the Amazon for hours just looking at different stuff, and I didn't buy a thing because I couldn't afford it. 
just like a good American. <laughs> That's America. That that is that is yeah. American to a T. And then and I, I complain about then I complain about gas prices and the heat. <laughs> <laughs> so I did see this like, yeah, this is gases. I did see this one this one wonderful woman who's trying to put a positive spin on it. Yeah. Saying that it's the government's way of, of curing obesity to make sure that we walk more because we can't afford gas. <laughs> like, I love her positive yeah. attitude. Well, I'm going to call her out. I'm still as fat as ever. <laughs> <laughs> so then she was, she followed up, was like, and then they're going to raise the prices of food even more so we can't eat as much. And then when we're still making bad choices, they're just going to take the food off the, the thing because they we're can't provide it. They're just going to smack us. <laughs> we're <Yes>. going <laughs> to smack our hands as we're about no, to feed ourselves. You, you get nothing. Good yes. day, sir. <laughs> So, um, uh, but uh, you know, did, while you were scouring the Amazon, did you, yeah. did, and, and with flags, did you notice there's a, a superhero, um, they, they claim called the Homelander who wears the, the stars and stripes as a cape there. He has got a show right now. It's pretty popular on that Amazon called the boys. I've heard rumors of this. Yes. There's a show. It's called the boys. The boys aren't really featured that much. It seems like they're paying more, more attention to the superheroes. The boys are there, but um, apparently they're back in town. I was told by a certain musical group. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the fourth episode dropped last week, Friday. Um, I'm enjoying this season very much. I'm also a big fan of the comic. Um, and I like how they've, uh, I think I've mentioned before, but they captured the tone of the comic, but they deviate from the storyline enough to where it keeps educated and on and and uneducated readers uh interested in the story so i i'm i'm digging it uh big what big right turn in the the finale of this week's episode um and that homelander he's supposed to, he's like superman but he's just like if superman was a real person and yeah. he's just degenerate and he just does whatever he wants and he's power hungry and it's a really good show so um, let me let me ask this yeah right. it comes free <laughs> with a prime membership so i uh am a big fan of jensen ackles who was added oh he was oh he was a shining star that's what i was about to ask how is this character and what exactly is this is he supposed to be like a captain america type he's definitely a captain america type now they haven't done much with him yet they've shown like they've done some good stuff where he's supposed to be a man from the past right yeah and uh they have this beautiful they, they when they first introduce him in the fourth episode they do like uh, they show the one character watching a television program back in the seventies when he was a kid with his family and soldier boy comes on and he's singing this song, uh, Rhapsody, which was like the first big hit that had rap lyrics in it. It was like the first number yeah. one hit that has rap lyrics in it. And he's doing the rapping part of this. Um, you can pull it up on YouTube, but it's, it's, it's chef's kiss. Um, and it's just so, him like talking in <laughs> rhyme, but it's so, so yeah. bad. It's good. It's like cringe. Good. The one thing I saw, was they put out like, I mean, it's like maybe a minute long of him sort of doing a parody of that Captain America thing from like the first Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing a lot of like web and YouTube clips where they they, they yeah. have like the characters being interviewed by like an alt-right interviewee and um stuff like that. But yeah, that was great. They were they were asking him questions and then he's like, yeah, you just don't do drugs. What the fuck? I wouldn't fuck that i wouldn't do nothing then so he's he's like they haven't really done much with him in current time that this episode ends with him kind of being busted out of the cryo sleep yeah. um and you're not sure if it's him or if it's like a clone or what what's going on you're it's kind of left ambiguous but this friday episode five will drop um so i'm i'm very much looking forward to that um i actually like i was i didn't watch the show with my wife because i didn't think that she'd have an interest 
because she's superheroed out and all this stuff. But we started watching like she actually has to watch. So we started at season one again. And there's a lot of stuff that I had forgotten because like season one, especially, I believe it released during the pandemic all at once. So I just binged it. So there was a lot of stuff that I little nuances and details I forgot. And like even like in season three, there's a conversation between two characters and one's a superhero and one's just like a lowly secretary at this firm that runs all the superheroes. And he's looking at him and they're they're kind of having a, a not a, not a heated argument, but like a disagreement. And the superhero looks at the guy and he's like, shut the fuck up. You got no dick. And then he just walks away from him. And I'm like, oh, you know, he's just like he's got powers. This other guy doesn't. And then as I was rewatching season one with my wife, it dawned on me that that was the same character that they showed in the support group for people that have been negatively affected by superheroes in season one. And he was dating a girl who had ice powers and admit coitus her ice powers engaged oh, and froze his dick off. Oh, oh man. He literally has no dick. So he's just like, shut the fuck up. You got no dick. And just walks away. But that was like <laughs> a full season after almost two full seasons after that was even established. Yeah. Cause he's just like a background character. Um, so kudos to the details folks. It's a great show. It's very entertaining. Now, let me, yeah. Let, let me ask this last question. All right. So I've been seeing like, it's a really quick flash scene in the trailer where this and i don't know any of the characters so uh where this um kind of a pudgy guy is with this uh i'm guessing she's a superhero in like a bathroom stall and they're going at it if you know what i'm saying okay yes okay actually so that is um this season starts off with um they're like justice league movie uh -huh. So like there's this company bought who has all the superheroes under their banner and they made a movie Dawn of the Seven, which is like, you know, Justice League that the, the seven is basically the Justice League in this universe. And um, the, the one character that they had it in season two turned out to be evil. So they like, oh, we thought we were going to have to shelve the movie. But then we just, you know, the fans were were clamoring for the so and so cut. So, you know, we went back in and we moved some things around and we were able to save the movie. So that director is kind of the pudgy guy. Okay. <laughs> and uh, they're like, she's she's like the head exec, like one of the head executives of Vought. And she's just okay. like, she's like, yeah, you fucking suck. We had to refilm everything with so-and-so because you don't know how to fucking direct, you piece of shit. And he's just like, yeah, I'm fucking stupid. And she's just like fucking him. And yeah. <laughs> that, that's basically okay. the tone of the show. So that's why I say it's not for everybody. It is very vulgar. Uh, a lot of nudity, a lot of just crass everything. Um, yeah, I was very, I was very curious. Yeah. Um, but the show's the show. If, if, yeah, I love it. I, I personally, I'm all about it. So um, <laughs> great, great. So like I said, season uh, three, episode five will drop this Friday, this coming Friday on the, uh, the 18th, right? Nope. 17th, 17th. Yeah. Yes. So um, speaking of the 18th, there are going to be some, New Lego drops uh, toy-wise, so that's going to be coming up. Uh, they do have a gift with purchase right now if you're into the Lego stuff where you get like an old-school night set um, with gift with free gift with purchase. I think if you buy like $160 worth of Legos. So like one set at this point in the game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, other stuff coming out uh, this week. Miss um, Marvel dropped since we've spoken last. That's right. Um, Johnny, your thoughts. What'd you what'd you think? So of course I've watched the first episode and I was pleasantly surprised, I have to say. 
I really enjoyed this. I like the tone. Uh, I am shocked that the um, that the lead actress has never really acted before because she seems like a natural to me. Uh, she is so good. On it, well, everybody that I saw in the show so far is really good. Um, I like the tone that they have for this too. It uh, feels very Scott Pilgrimish in a way. I thought I made that same comparison so many times this week. Um, it reminded me a lot of that. Like yeah. the dialogue they're saying is in the scenery and in the background. Right. So yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of little animated things happening in the background. Uh, which I've which I really liked it. I I think that's great because it 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 um explains because like her powers are out of her mind and imagination. So yeah. I think it's cool that they established that. I love the show too, by the way. Um, I, I thought it was great that they established that she has this daydreaming, imaginative uh, mindset so that when she goes to manifest her powers through that bracelet that she has, that all this zany stuff is going to happen. Um, right. So I, I, I thought the acting was great. I love the characters. Um, the whole tone of the show really surprised me. I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would have. And I, I even rewatched it uh, again for too. a second time. <laughs> I did um, too. And I, it held up. It wasn't just like, uh, um, I, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was a great. I'm looking forward to where the show goes. I don't know. Like, I don't know much about the character, so I don't know what villains to kind of expect or what's going to happen. Uh, do you think there was a like a, a mid after credits to that first episode? Yeah, I missed it the first time. Uh, I went back and saw it the second time, and it's damage control that we're introducing right, yeah. the homecoming show. I'm gonna have a problem because like that actress that is in that scene. Yeah. Um, she's a great actress, but like she's one of those actresses that I look at and I'm like, I don't like you. I just don't oh, like I got you. you. Like, yeah. like when she was on Orange Is the New Black, I'm like, ah, I just fucking hate you. I hate you, which you you were supposed to kind of hate, but yeah, I don't know. There's something like. I couldn't watch Grey's Anatomy because Sandra O oh bothered me. And my wife was like, why? She's great. I'm like, I don't know. She just bothers me. I'm the same way with like Kevin Costner and uh, Russell Crowe. For some reason, they just, I, I can't watch them. And I get it. I get it. There's just some. Uh, I can't actors. explain. I really cannot explain. No, no I understand it completely. There's a longest time that I just couldn't stand Nick Cage. Like, I, I just couldn't get into Nick Cage at all. Okay. And, I could see that. Uh, I get it. And then uh, he started doing some fun movies. And I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's one of those. He's a, he's a hit or miss. Even when yeah. he misses, it's like so bad it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to I had to realize that in my brain to yeah. Start you kind of have to yeah. watch him differently. I feel. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Miss Marvel was great. I'm wondering, like, um, if it's going to have any connection to Shang Chi. Like, it I'm feels like it does, right? Yeah, just because of the rings. Yeah, I mean, they're bracelets, obviously, but like the fact they have powers and they kind of hinted at it. With yeah. like her saying her grandmother sent her this care package and her mom was like, oh, your grandmother had a crazy imagination, too. And yeah, I'm uh, sure we'll get more more I'm information sure we will. on that. I'm sure we yeah. will. Um, that was that was cool. that was my guess, too, is that it's connected to that. And uh, as I was, I liked her so much that I kept thinking how cool it's going to be when she kind of shows up with other heroes. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. That's how, I like how she just interacts, how she she just really seems natural. And um, also like that, it's obvious that she's like a teenager. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely different to what we've seen with a lot of Marvel stuff. I mean, we've got Spider-Man hinted on like with teenager vibes and stuff. Yeah. But I feel like this is like a different level. Um, 
uh, like there was a lot of cultural things that I didn't yeah. know that uh, were pointed out to me after watching the show and watching like a, a, a YouTube a screen crush. He did like a little review on it and like the, the scene where she's putting on the costume and it's form fitting and she's like taking the sash and putting it around her waist. Uh, I guess in like Indian culture, it's like if it's form fitting, it's being pretty much close next to naked. And then he yeah. showed like clips of like other films that are produced out of India where most of the women are wearing tights, but they have like a a, a gown or a, a, a top that's a little bit longer that goes like knee level. So yeah. I, I like how they're paying respect to the culture and to the character. And like the mother and father were great. I like how oh, like, the, she's yeah, like they were incredible. She's the boss and like the dad was like he's the fun loving dad. And that was generally, especially as a father myself, it was heart wrenching when he comes in as the Hulk all painted green. Oh god, yeah. And I she that just like shuts him down. Heart. And then he just <laughs> looks at him and like, Yeah, he's like, You're not going. And he's just like that that was that was great. Just a nice touch. But I that like also it. that also tells you how good that their relationship is because she later talks about how like she was obviously devastated that she had hurt him that yes, bad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's little nuances that like give the characters depth. And yeah. I've I've said, give me a good story before anything else. Make me care about the characters, and then everything else will fall into place. Yeah. Um. I like her friend. Obviously, he's pining for her. He's trying to do everything to yeah. woo her and get her over. But she's. I know, was trying to figure out. Is I've only read like a couple of those comics, so I'm only vaguely familiar with her, and I don't remember him at all is he in the comics or anything do you know i'm not i have literally no all i know is that she's inspired by captain marvel right and she's indian descent in the comics she has powers closer that to mr fantastic but she's that's like what an, i she's, gathered she's an inhuman and she goes through yeah. like the terror of whatever they call that the, the the ceremony that they they go into the chamber they go into to unleash their inhuman power but obviously they're uh, with the fact that they're really aren't in humans and yeah. probably they don't want to introduce another character with Mr. Fantastic's power before him. So I have no problem with the green lantern stuff. I know a lot of people were like miffed about it, but I mean, it, eh, I think it takes her to a different direction and uh, more of a, uh, original power set, I would say, rather than just being like stretchy. Yeah. Plus yeah. I feel like stretchy stuff is hard to put on film. The little we saw, even in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, was like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, because because that has to be CG, right? Oh yeah, you, you yeah. figured it out yet? Like, unless they just go with like uh, special effects, like uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, and they just use corn syrup and stretch it till yeah, <laughs> and then fill it in from there. <laughs> oh, speaking of Doctor Strange, that uh, movie is actually coming uh, next week, I think, to Disney Plus. Oh, nice! I'm looking forward yeah. to watching that again. I uh, I yeah. only saw it the once in theaters, but I'd like to watch that again. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, Miss Marvel, I, I give it a thumbs up. I'm looking forward to the next Same. episode that'll come out tomorrow. Um, it's I'm not. I think it's a six part miniseries. I believe. I think they're all six parts at this. They point. seem to be. Yeah. yeah, except for WandaVision, that was the exception. Um, so yeah, that's coming out. Um, all right. Speaking of something that you know that that's you know they say balance is good, and and we're in the world. You need balance um, in the force. I've heard. You, oh yes, that's what they say. That's <laughs> what I've been told. <laughs> All right, here's the band-aid. I'm just going to rip it the fuck off. All right, you go first, because I think I may surprise you this week. All right, so. Uh, oh, hey, Baron, how's it going? Yes, yes, yes. 
You're talking about that piece of shit show you fucking made me watch, you fuck? With the goddamn wandering, meandering mush mouth walking around? What the fuck? That was terrible. I don't... Mm, mm. Is that what you're about to talk about, Schmidt? Yeah, it is, Baron. Yes, well, I'll sit in the corner and I'm going to point and laugh at you because you've wasted time watching it and now you're wasting even more time discussing it. You fucking idiot. And you're going to watch the episode tomorrow. I know you are. You'll sit there and you'll watch it and you'll hate it and then you'll look at yourself like you've just got done masturbating and you're so disgusted with yourself. And I'll laugh and I'll twirl my mustache while I do it. You fucking idiot. Baron, you're not wrong, but that was harsh. It was very harsh, Baron. Uh, episode right. four. <laughs> episode four, Obi Wan. Um. <sighs> all right. So, uh, you remember how you discussed how I kind of ruined MJF for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, side note: Did you look that YouTube video I sent? That's MJF when he was a kid on the Rosie O'Donnell show. Oh yes, I've seen that. I love it. I love that it's, clip. It's so, so fantastic. Yeah, by the yeah, way. yeah. I, actually, wish- I think I think he did like a reaction video when that like when. Because it was like under the radar and then it yeah. like made mainstream when he was starting to get popular. And he was like, that fucking bitch, she put me in a goddamn green room. You know who I am? She put me in a green room. And then she <laughs> asked for me to like, like he played it off so well. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right. So <clears throat> I went into this episode and overall, I still liked it. But I do think of the four that have been out. It's the one that I really picked apart more than any of the other ones because I, I, because of me, because it, of me. It's probably because of you. Yes, but like there were parts of it where I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could tell you the most egregious fucking part. The most egregious part in this whole episode was the fact that it's an ultra secret, like military facility, and, and this everybody knows guy, where it's at. Yeah. No, this guy's walking out of it now. Every single imperial officer is clean shaved yes he's walking out with a full beard a mop top of hair and a trench coat over a imperial officer uniform and he just has a goiter the size of a fucking child growing off the side of him that also has two little legs that are fucking walking next to him and people are walking by him like this isn't a fucking problem it's like uh, when kids get on top of each other's shoulders trying to get into an R-rated movie. That's <laughs> all I could see was fucking people doing the totem pole yeah. with like with the adult at the top and the little tiny legs at the bottom. Like it reminded me of Austin Powers and Goldmember. Yes. When he's yeah. fucking. Oh, I'm like, are you kidding me? Nobody, nobody think that, that I understand it's a world where there's aliens. So maybe he's got a big back end and he's got two little. But he's a, it. No, no, no. That's not how the Empire works. The Empire was always like. We are we 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 don't enlist alien races. We don't enlist this. We don't enlist that. We're yeah. Never regardless. They're supposed so they're, to be. They're evil. But nobody like people are walking past him. Like that's not a problem. It's a fucking Muppet Man is what it is. It's fucking. I, I then I rewatched Muppet Man and I'm just like ah oh, from the Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, because I love Muppets. But then then it made me smile and they've done that I'm multiple like, times i think I'm they like, did it in like greatest caper or something yeah like that they do yeah but yeah that's the muppets it fits there it doesn't fucking fit in star wars it was so right, stupid apparently it does because i saw it happen <laughs> yeah you close that um it most certainly did happen i uh, saw it uh, let me bring up let me bring up a couple of things that stood out to me all right so um this secret base 
most of it, while some of it does stick up out of the water, yeah. most of it is under the water. Which is cool. Like it's a cool visual yeah. with like that's the, very cool. The fish tank behind him. But what is wild to me is although Obi-Wan swims it to get into the place, never once was he wet. <laughs> Well, I think I, I uh, he was the most last, draft now, swimmer I've ever seen. Now, last week I said that Vader didn't capture Obi-Wan because of the flames. Yeah. Now I said he had a bad experience with fire. Don't you think he'd make his fucking suit fire retardant? I offer you this solution that Obi-Wan had a bad experience on Camino. Okay. okay. Fighting oh, Jango yeah. Fett. So You're he right, yeah. made his robes water repellent. So that's why he wasn't wet. Okay. Also, uh, okay. I'll give you that. But All they right. had a perfect out. Why didn't he take the goddamn stormtrooper armor? He just kills yeah. that stormtrooper and then they like, throws him in the water and drowns him. Like, has he oh. not seen previous Star Wars movies? <laughs> I have something to, to bring up after after we okay. finish roasting this about the Obi Wan series. Okay, but right. but yeah, like you just put on stormtrooper armor, then right. you can the, walk around freely. So do you know how do you know how liquids work? All right, once a liquid is introduced. To a container, it fills out that container, right? That's how liquid works. Not so, in the, uh, not in Star Wars. Not in that so they're base. in a they're in a hallway. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. shoot, they, mm-hmm. shoot that so, window. And mm-hmm. water comes pouring in, but of course, our hero Obi Wan outruns the water, and you they and they you, shut the doors, and none of the water, you none of it. You know that that reminded me of that sweet Roland Emmerich film, Day After Tomorrow, where they are running, the ice. they're running yes. away from yes. the temperature. Yes, that's what it And they slam the doors of the library. Yes, to outrun the freezing cold temperature. That's what that it, reminded yep. me. Same thing. They slam the doors shut, and you don't even see water like spew out of the doors as they're closing. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's just like they close and they're dry. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, I, that's not how liquid works. All right, and also uh, he's got um, what's her name? The one that's helping him. What's her name? Uh, Talia, I believe it, Talia, is. it starts yeah. with a T. Yes, but, Talia, uh, I believe. All right, so she um, she's kind of uh, working on the inside, right? And um, this uh, imperial officer comes over to her and basically says, "Hey, who are you? You're not at your right station. Come with me." Yep. And then the next thing you know, she. I guess either knocks him out cold or kills him. One or the other. Oh yeah. That guy, that guy. Okay. Yeah. I thought we were I, talking about the one earlier where she just, it just made him feel emasculated. And then he's like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. That's all you got to do to some yeah. guys. I yeah. mean, it would work on me if I'm being honest. That one I didn't mind so much. Cause like, that's kind of how the emperor ran the, yeah. the empire was by fear. Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, so, the, but she then knocks him out, right? Yeah. She knocks right? him out or kills him, whichever. But the point is, if you're going to do that, you would think you would have the sense to hide that person. No, <laughs> I know. But instead, when... there's literally a camera shot of that guy on the floor, and you can see her, and he's not in whatsoever. No, no, no. he's just not left on the floor. And by the way, I'm made... barely certain there were a couple of shots of her in that room, and she wasn't by herself in that no, room. There were other people. There was a yeah. definitive thud when he hit the ground, and then she walked out. Like, and like, they didn't turn to be like, "What was that all about?" Oh, why I can see. And they were like, they were like where they, where she did that. It was like, it was like three quarter walls, like a toilet stall. So there was like a little bit of space between the ground and the start of that control panel. So like you could see kind of like his feet and his knees. Yeah. Like all they had to do was just like turn like 
maybe like 90 degrees, 45 degrees probably. And they'd be like, Hey, that guy fell down. Is he okay? <laughs> yeah, like, all they had to do was turn a little bit. Yeah, and they would have saw it's just happened. Oh, fucking no. Christ. It's oh man. Like, don't include that shot if that's what you're gonna have. Just don't put that shot in your movie, in your show. Or Easy like, solution. Or like, uh, or like where he interrogates her is a different room entirely. Like he pulls her off and it's like a little side hall, like a little cubicle or something. Oh, no. You know? And there's another thing that really bothers me, and this is not the only show or movie that's been guilty of this when uh, they're wanting to like when somebody needs rescued right and they're about to be um hurt or or um you know you know like little leia's about to be hurt right because they're wanting information from her yeah and a lot of shows and movies will do this while the hero's trying to get to the one who needs rescued they'll keep cutting to that person and whatever's gonna happen to them gets get closer and closer and closer to them uh it t- it always takes forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he technically seemed like he was running to get to her for for minutes and minutes. By far, she should have already been tortured. <laughs> I didn't want it to happen. Don't get me wrong, but that machine is really slow. <laughs> I mean, I I know they they hinted at that in a New Hope, where it's just like hovering over Vader's shoulder, and he just turns yeah. around. It's like, but then had the wherewithal to then cut the shot. Yeah. And not show anything else. Right. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but they keep coming back to this. It really reminded me of that uh, part in um, uh, the Holy Grail, the Mighty Python and the Holy Grail, where uh, that soldier's running to those two guards yeah. uh, at the front at the front of the gates. And it keeps coming back. And you know what I'm, I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's what I can't remind yeah. me of. Uh, and the last thing, my last thing. And honestly, I still like this show, but it's really trying hard to not make any sense. Uh the last thing is Reva. I really want to like her. And a lot of times I do, but you've done a decent job of showing her being impatient and uh, quick to anger and being honestly fairly powerful overall. Right. Yeah. Uh, but in this one, she notices those two well, three, technically that you know, one of them's kind of wink, wink uh, under trench coat. Um, <laughs> and how could wait, what, what? There was another person under there. Yeah, no, you're fucking weird. kidding me. You're kidding. And, I wow, that was a great disguise. And she nor any of the entire force that was down there couldn't stop them before those other two ships showed up. And what was with that weird shot? Like where she was like facing off with the one snow speeder? It made the snow speeder look minute, like yeah. tiny. Like it didn't make I was like, why? I'm like, wait, what? That I rewound it. I'm like, what? That's a that's a snow speeder. Like, right? That's supposed to be a two-man ship that took out Adats. And it looks like it's in scale with a person yeah. standing there. Did she get well, giantism? Is she like a human? Like, I was baffled. I was absolutely baffled. Next to her, they're probably if-ifs. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, it's it's getting... I Like Baron says, and he's laughing at me right now, you smug son of a bitch. Fuck you! Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be fucked tomorrow when I watch episode fucking five of this shit. I will. I, I will say the best part to me was the very end where Darth Vader shows up and he's going to he's showing Darth Vader powers. That's by far the coolest thing that happens in this whole episode. 
oh yeah yeah because he's ruthless right that's yeah. cool but like why aren't the inquisitors more like that like the granite that's what i want to know yeah, yeah they should he should not have been like yeah you're testing my patience well i'll get you and i'm yeah. leaving you off the next field trip <laughs> they were very they were very patient with her yeah like yeah. no no you're all ruthless as fuck um okay so i i will say the only good thing that i liked about this okay all right was the scene where they were walking and the Jedi were being held in stasis. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. This is a yes. callback. I don't know. Do you, have you seen rebels? I've Did, seen bits and pieces of, okay. I knew, I know what the character you're about to bring up is. Well, well, there's actually, I mean, well, um, multiple. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a story arc in rebels where they have Luminara and Dooley and they have her corpse, but they have it suspended somehow in this goo that they kind of showed in this Obi-Wan show. And they're, they're able to, through the force, uh, get her to speak or um, send out messages to lure more Jedi out of hiding. So that was kind of a cool callback. But the one character was um, that they showed directly was, I know there's been speculation. People think that the one character was uh, Mace Windu. Another person said they thought they saw Qui-Gon Jinn. I've, I've heard that. Or not Qui-Gon Jinn, uh, Quinlan Voss, which I hope not. I hope they wouldn't bring up Quinlan Voss, which I forgot to bring up last week. I'm, I'm, I was happy that they brought him in to uh i guess canon i mean he's been in a clone wars episode but he was supposed to be in revenge of the sith but they cut that all together um but he's basically wolverine as a jedi he's awesome um so i hope they wouldn't just bring him up just to just have him fucking killed off off screen immediately and you show his dead corpse so i hope that's not quinlan boss but i could see where people could think that looked like him but the one character that they did show front and center was like an old Jedi that went on a mission with Ahsoka and kind of helped her become more mature. And that story arc is actually, in my mind, was the turning point from because there was a lot of Ahsoka hate when Clone Wars came out. Yeah. A lot of people thought she'd be whiny and annoying, which she kind of was at the start. But that story arc where she meets up with this older senior Jedi to retrieve her lightsaber. And that was <laughs> like kind of a nice little turnaround for her character. And then after that, she started to gain a lot of um, fandom. Yeah, she's so, basically beloved now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like one of my favorite characters up there with like Mara Jade as far as like just a cool, badass character in the Star Wars mythos. I hope I I, I hope to God they bring that character uh, into this current iteration of Star Wars in some way, shape or form. But um, yeah, that was cool to see him in the stasis chamber. That scene I did like, but then they had to shit on it when they showed that fucking youngling with that stupid helmet on. Like what? Like why? What? Why? 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 Like you couldn't take the helmet off him. Like that stupid fucking helmet still on him in the stasis. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks ridiculous. And he had that stupid look <laughs> on his face. Like it was just like, like he's shocked, which I'm sure he was in death, but still why? Well, when you're collecting things though, why like would you collect that figures, one? Yeah. When you're collecting figures though, you don't take away the accessories. You keep those off there. No, they do, because if you see in the Inquisitor like chamber where they all meet, the the lights, the 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 their uh the molding is like lightsabers that they've got like uh saber to hilt all the way around. Yes. So they 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 separated that from their toys. Why can't they separate the helmet? Well, they needed that, you know. That's a, okay. that's a thing they could use. But that youngling, I just I I felt bad because I was laughing at the death of a child because I saw him like <laughs> Oh, wait, that's a dead kid. I probably shouldn't be laughing at that so out loud. Yeah, it's pretty awful, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not, especially, you know, well, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I regret nothing. 
<laughs> I except, for, <laughs> except for watching this fucking show. I regret some things. No, uh, that's but yeah. Um, yeah, I did overall like it, but I think it's because I'm just a fan of Obi-Wan and um the actor playing him. That if I'm being honest, that's carrying a lot of it for me. I right? do like Ewan McGregor a lot, but yeah. like the other thing is like I've seen him in other things where he just blows it out of the water. Like yeah. more recently, the that season of Fargo where he plays the twins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, shut up. Oh, by the way, Fargo is an awesome show. Oh, yeah, yeah I love that show. Just um, shut up. But like that song, that that he's amazing in that series. It's just so good because he's playing two characters and you believe they're two different, different characters, characters completely. And yeah. he's great. So he's think, definitely carrying this. But I mean, he can only do so much. I think this show would be really helped if, because you know, in episode, the very first episode, they sort of tried to start diving into his psyche right like uh why which, he's kind of a broken man which i really felt they should have kept doing and they yeah kinda, like they, they like that. the only thing they did in the second episode was when he saw that figure off yeah. in the distance so they did that but uh, yeah i feel like they haven't broken broken into the fact that he's a broken man pretty much enough yeah um and i feel at this point in the series they're not going to anymore oh, they, i mean there's only two episodes left right yeah so. yeah so i mean there's been talks that they could do a second season or a spinoff. I hope not uh, in any way, shape or form with any of these characters, maybe Vader, but I don't want like Vader. Like, I feel like they're going to Michael Myers Vader. Like if you show too, like they did enough with the prequels where they show too much into his backstory. And then like, he loses that, that threatening coolness. Yeah. It's and they've like- done it with, I mean, they did it with Boba Fett, like Boba Fett, like he had, I think half the reason he was cool was because we all made up our own stories with his toy. Yeah. And then when they fleshed out his backstory and his current, I'm like, eh, and that's, not, and you know, that's why the Joker has cool. always been an interesting villain, right? Because yeah. uh, you never know which is actually his real origin. It's constantly changing. You don't which, know if he's telling you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I loved in dark Knight when he's like, how do I get these scars? And the stories were all different. Yeah. Um, I, said this even before the news that broke earlier today yeah. that I feel it was broken that they're doing a joke or two Todd right. Phillips at the helm, which I'm a big Todd Phillips fan, believe it or not. Yes. Uh, I liked road trip a lot. Uh, that was like, I think that was like his first film to actually really under, be, right. Yeah. I think it's, and it's a really underrated comedy gem. I uh, love old school. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That was classic. First hangover is comedy brilliance. Um, second and third one, I could see that he was trying to do something different. And I respect that he tried to do something different a little bit. And they, and they have funny, with, they have funny parts in them. They have funny parts in that. They're yes. just not as good as the first one. Exactly. Yeah. Like comedy. If you look in history, like it's really tough to name comedy sequels that have been good. Yeah. Um, that aren't like comedy sci-fi or comedy adventure, like right. straight up comedy movies, like sequels usually don't work. Cause they just redo, they go back to the well I've worked in the first one, but it's like, it's formulaic. You expect it. It's not funny. Um, half of what's funny is just, you don't see it coming. So um, with, I, I said, I hope that with these Joker movies, they keep going, but like each one's a different origin story. Yeah. And you don't know which is which, which I think is great. Um, I read just recently, they, eh, not recently, maybe a few years ago, they did a, an, uh, a story called the three Jokers. Did right. you read yeah. that at all, Johnny? I I did not, however, 
uh, it intrigued me so much that I actually watched this guy on YouTube explain it all. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. it was it was really well done. And it was yeah. like there was the criminal. There was the the clown. Right. There, yeah. There's literally, there's literally the criminal, three the clown jokers. and the comedian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was three different jokers and uh, they all kind of worked collectively together. And one was responsible for the death of Jason Todd. One was responsible for the awful things with Barbara Gordon. Um, and it was really intriguing story. But I always thought that that's what they should do. Just have different jokers pop up with different origin stories. Um, and the news broke today that the Joker sequel, like, so Todd Phillips said he was getting together with Joaquin to read the script. Now, Joaquin has not decided if he's going to sign on or not. He's still undecided, but he was reading the script. Um, and then news broke today that Lady Gaga is also reading the script, possibly to um, do a different interpretation of Harley Quinn. And then the bigger news broke that it is possibly going to be a musical, which yeah. I say, fuck yes. Yes, I want to see this. Agreed. I, I am much more interested in this being a musical. And I mean, I can maybe name five musicals on my hand that I've seen more than once and that I will say, yeah, that's an awesome musical. And I yeah. like that a lot. Uh, I, I would say if I discredit all the Disney movies, because like that's different. I feel yeah, those like, yeah. Disney's its own fucking thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. unless maybe uh, I would still put Mary Poppins in there because I just love Mary Poppins. I love Bob's burgers. Is that a musical? Was that they a have musical? a lot of music in them. Oh, good. Like how the Simpsons did music there, Bateman or Batman. Sorry, Jason Batman. Uh, sort of, okay. but did, these are better. What about South Park? Would you consider South Park bigger, longer, uncut? A musical. I mean, that Brian yes. Boitano song was great. Didn't uh, blame Canada. Didn't that win an Oscar? I thought it should have. I thought if it didn't, it should have. Not that I'm saying we should blame Canada for all our problems, but we should at least blame them for the amount of alcohol. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. I'm auditioning for the Joker, too. Oh, I think you have a wonderful baritone voice there. What do Thank you think about you. that? What do you think about that, Baron? I think you should blame Brian Boitano for your shitty fucking vocal cords, you fuck. What? <laughs> Take that, Jason Batman. <laughs> vocal cords! Going to run away. You have muscles. Are those real muscles? Or are you like Michael Keaton? And they're not quite real. They're just flex like, like, like flexi foam. What is that? What is that? I'll never tell. Are those nipples? Do you have nipples on your suit? Can you Can milk I? me, Greg? Mm, I could try. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a mammal. Hmm. Batman milk. I bet that would sell. Batman milk. Yes. I'll yes, put yes. it in my cereal. What about your Batman cereal? Yeah. With marshmallows, perhaps. Hmm. I put Always. it. Always. Now, if I put Batman milk in my Count Chocula, what would happen? Hmm. I propose a question. Now, if uh, I ate Count Chocula in the sun, would I burst into flames? Is what I'm wondering. <laughs> Probably. I, I think you might, Baron. So I wouldn't. Uh, maybe you, you're probably safe with Frankenberry or fruit. Well, well, well. It's oh, me. Yes, yes. It's Count Chocula. Oh, Count, Count. Now, now, would you recommend eating your cereal in the sunlight? I would not. Okay, okay. Now, could you ask Fruit Brute? Now, because I know um, that werewolves are also a, a lunar creature. Now, if if I eat Fruit Brute in the daytime, am I going to shrivel up? into a lesser being, like how a werewolf would. Oh, I hate that guy, but I'll ask him right. in a text 
message. Now, can you also ask the yummy mummy what part of his mummy anatomy is in fact yummy? I already know this. It's his oh. wrapped up penis. Oh, wow. That didn't fall off. Wow. No. They didn't put that in one of those sarcophagus blah, jars? Blah, blah, blah. No. Oh, goodness. Good for him. It was his most prized possession. Oh, good, good. I'm glad that the yummy mummy's still packing. Good for him. Good Very for him. delicious. And, and I like how he's being safe. He's wrapping it before he taps it. That's great. That's right. Dropping bars. That's good for the yummy mummy. We've got to go. Goodbye, Count. Nice to talk to you. Did you count? Are you friends with Count Von Count? Can you count up to? Oh, he's gone. Yeah. One. Oh, wow. Two. Baby. Good old Jason Batman. He knows. Three. Uh, you don't have the flair that the count does. You need to laugh after oh. every. After. <clears throat> Let me try again. Yeah. One. <laughs> oh, that sounds a little Two. worst. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Three. <laughs> Joker. Oh, Joker. Can you sing the batty, 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 batty song? I don't know what that is. What? One batty, 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 two batty, batty. Oh, I love Count Von Count. Uh, he's my favorite Dracula. I wonder, like uh, Family Guy asked, if he ever they ever had an episode where they, they talked about how he would suck blood for sustenance. I mean, oh, you mean, oh you mean when Family Guy was good? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was when yeah. it was good. Because I would like to know, you know, Count Von Count, he's got to eat something. I don't know yeah. what it is. Gotta be something. Who knows? Numbers. No, I don't think he's maybe he's sucking the blood from the numbers. Who knows? Mm, uh, I would. I hate math. So yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Well, the the count would make math fun if he came around. I think. But so. um, I'm. Ex- yeah. I uh. Do you think that Joaquin and uh, Lady Gaga are gonna sign on? All right. So obviously we know she can sing, and um, he can sing too because. He was great in that Johnny Cash movie that came out years ago. Yes, he was. And he was the one doing the singing for Johnny Cash. Okay, okay. I did not know that, but yes, that's, that's reassuring. Yeah, they made a big deal about it. So now he's got a pretty decent voice if that's the route they're going to go. Do you do you think it, they're going to go the same route where it's like it's in his head and they're just... That would make sense, right? Yeah, yeah, musical numbers would just break out and then they start dancing. I mean, I yeah. feel... I also kind of feel that like, hey, what was the thing that people liked most about Joker? Oh, the dancing down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. Let's do more of that. We're just yeah. going to do all dancing, all singing, which I'm totally for. Like, I love I love the idea of having a superhero musical. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bring it on. I'm, I'm game for different. Yeah. So, By the way, Bob's Burgers does have great musicals. <laughs> oh, did, did you see it? I haven't seen the movie. I want okay. to really bad. It's one of my favorite shows. It's one of my uh, top. Uh, you know, people have a comfort show that they can put on and just, yeah. Yep. That's one of my top ones. I absolutely adore that show. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but I have, um, they've put out two different, um, albums of songs from the show. That's how much music they've had on there. That's good. Uh, it yeah. reminds me like when the Simpsons had the Simpsons had like their, their song albums and I had them on CD and I would listen yeah. to them all the time. That's I how, I, that, that's how yeah. I remembered about see my vest. I rem- I, that's how I had to memorize that song for my own personal gain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I go around singing Bob's Burger songs and one day I'll get laid because of it. You wait. It, it'll happen. It'll, it'll be happen. the best sex of your life. Yeah. It's on my Tinder profile. I know the words <laughs> to some Bob's Burger songs. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, speak. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, like Bob's and Burgers. And the Lion King. 
yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a circle of life. Hakuna yeah. Matata. Um, be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best song on that movie? By <laughs> that the way. is great. But Jeremy Irons rocks oh, that yeah. fucking track. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, but like Bob's Burgers is one of those shows that I just kind of like. I did. I stopped <laughs> watching it, but for no reason. Kind of like American Dad. Like I stopped yeah, I get watching it, yeah. it, and I just don't know why. Like I think American Dad was more because it moved to TBS and like I didn't know when it was on or where it was on. Right, yeah. Like I just recently found out that it's on Hulu. I'm like, oh, yep. There's like five seasons I haven't seen. Fuck, I better get on this. Um, yeah, it's on Hulu. Uh, all of Bob's Burgers is on Hulu. All right, now I know. I yeah. have some. I have some homework to do. Um, because yeah, I really like Bob's Burgers. I like all those characters. So, and I've heard it's nothing but good from a lot of people that I trust their opinion. And you are one of those people, Johnny. I'm looking forward to watching a little bit of burgers made by Bob. That's right. <laughs> Burger so, of the day. It's always got to be something different. Yep. Although sometimes if I watch it too late, I get hungry for burgers. And then I do too. And I'm yeah. really doing my best to lay off red meat as much as I can. <laughs> it's all it's all you can do, you know. Yeah. You know. Um Speaking of laying off uh, some stuff, I really wish Disney and Pixar would lay off fucking Toy Story for a little bit. <laughs> we got we got a movie coming up. Uh, yeah, this coming maybe they should week. take a light year, you know? They uh, Just maybe, just maybe one light year away from trying to fucking dig this dead corpse of a franchise back up to make some money. Um, now, this is coming from a gentleman who adores Toy Story. Um finds Toy Story 2 to be the best of the franchise, cried like a little baby at Toy Story 3, um, was meh about Toy Story 4, but I understand it was a nice little swan song for Woody. And uh, coming from a person who has absolutely zero interest in seeing this Lightyear movie, um, even if they released it on Disney Plus same day, I would be like, I'll watch it later. Like, it's not a day one watch for me. Uh, Johnny, uh, your feelings. All right. So I, of course, love Toy Story. And uh, it's one of the few franchises where I thought every movie in the franchise is actually, at, at the very least, fairly good. Yes, I agree. Uh, and that's rare, right? Even even their holiday specials, like yeah. the Christmas one. Yes. Maximus Rex. What really what's innocent? <laughs> Maximus Rex, right? Yeah, and the there's a Halloween one too. The right? Halloween one yeah. with uh with fucking Carl Weathers being fucking uh his person from Predator yeah. personified in toy form was yes. amazing. Uh, uh Combat <laughs> Carl. That yes. was great. Yeah. Um <clears throat> even their little shorts, like the Toy Story shorts, like where they, they go to like the kind of like the McDonald's place and they get lost in the ball pit, and then there's like a little scene where all the discarded happy meal toys are like having a uh, uh a session of you know bearing their their souls um even the, those are really good too yeah um, there's, all there's some, stuff has been great there's shorts from forky like forky had a whole series of shorts oh yeah forky, forky asked a question. question and those they are were, fantastic they were great yeah, they, yeah the one they brought in like carol burnett and yeah. uh fucking will or ed asner and yeah it was fantastic it was so good it was so good uh, with that being said I do like Buzz Lightyear, the character. Like, I do like that character. He was probably, uh, was he my favorite? I don't know. There's so many I like on this, on Toy Story. I feel like there. I had a different favorite for each movie, to be honest with you. I think I may have, too, if I'm yeah, being honest. Like, yeah. Like, each movie, there was a different character that really popped out and shined. All right, I so like that character the best. I think my fir the first one, for me, is sentimental because it's like one of Jim Varney's last roles. 
so slinky dog is one of my favorites because i was a giant Ernest fan and i will always love Ernest. so ditto um, ditto um yeah uh, yeah the, i love slinky dog in both one and two yeah um uh, all of them shine at some point yeah i don't know as much as i love slinky dog i don't think he ever if i were to be honest i don't think there's ever like the movie that he, he popped out and shined for me if i had to take a favorite character from the first one oh gosh I would probably from the first one take Andy. Yeah, I know you're gonna go there. Uh, I probably would Sid. take I would probably take Mr. Potato Head from the first one. I get it. Yeah, he's great. I just love yeah. I love Mr. Yeah. Potato Head. A lot of great jokes yeah. from him. Yeah. Um, second film, I'd probably go with Rex. Yes, I can see I, that. Rex was great in part two. Um, part three, I'd probably actually go buzz. In part three, I liked his whole arc of like being reprogrammed, and then the Spanish <laughs> Buzz was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'd probably say Buzz in part three, and then we're very similar on this. I think part four. Hmm. Oh gosh. Part four is definitely a Woody story. Oh, it's oh, it's all it's all Woody story, but I he kind of I don't know, he didn't like sealed the deal for me as far as my favorite character um because i honestly kind of felt he he was like selfish a little bit which makes sense because he was discarded yeah. again yeah uh i honestly really liked forky i did too <laughs> i really liked forky a lot in that i did too um, and he was a new character coming in so i didn't expect that but i also loved forky <laughs> and um some of that could be like being a dad like we got i don't know if you remember these came out when the movie came out they had like a build your own forky kit I remember this. Yes. So we got a bunch of them at five below because nobody wanted these apparently. So we got them each for like five bucks. So I bought like a bunch of them and we had them around the house and my kids would actually move them closer to the garbage each day. <laughs> and I'd be like, why'd you move it? Well, for he wants to go in the garbage. He wants trash. He loves trash. <laughs> and like certain, like I had to be careful for like a month's time because I'd go to throw something out and then Forky would just be sitting in the trash and make sure that I didn't throw them out. Cause if I threw them out, they'd fucking go ballistic. But um, yeah, I really like Forky a lot. And I think maybe some of the Forky asked a question helped. And yeah. I love, uh, oh, what's his name? He was With Tony Hill. Yeah. Tony yeah. Hill. I love him from Arrested Development. Oh God. Yeah. I, I need to watch. I'm Veep. a monster. Yes. I, I heard he's amazing in Veep, so I have to give Veep a shot. Same. I need to watch that. I actually met him in person once. Oh, uh, at a he was at a con in Virginia that I happened to be set up at, and he had a book coming out. I think it was like a children's book or something like that that he okay. written, and he was there uh, talking about that. And I mean, I didn't talk to him super long, but he yeah. was as nice as he could be to me. So yeah, he seems like just like a genuinely nice guy. I, yeah. I loved him. And Arrested Development. I know a lot of people didn't like the series finale where he actually did murder Lucille too, but I was all about it. I was all about it. <laughs> he was so great. Oh, I love that right. character. Well, when it comes to Lightyear, I'm torn on it, right? Like, part of me thinks that this could be really cool. Like, if you go into uh, what, you know, um, the toy was based on what? And that's what we're supposed to find out in this movie. But it looks like it happens in the future. The, no, the gist of it, I only know this because I read this in a review. Okay. The gist, they tell you this at the very beginning of the movie, apparently, that you know the toy. This is Andy's favorite movie that the toy is based off of. 
Okay. All right. That might spin a little differently. I thought this was like the real life events of Buzz no, Lightyear. No. Okay. That's not not the uh, way I read it and understood it. No. Okay. Okay. So this is technically the movie that that Buzz Lightyear toy comes from. That's okay. based on. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of changed a little bit for me too, because I that, I that too changes, thought that, that does change it a bit for me as well. Yeah, because I too thought was like I was like, were they basing this on like a suppose? I mean, obviously it's all fiction, but like a real quote unquote historical figure or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of how the the trailer sort of seemed, right? Yeah, yeah, they didn't do a very good job of marketing. It's like its main premise. I feel yeah, yeah, but um, I like Chris Evans, obviously. Okay. So yeah. I'm I'm fine with that voicing. I've noticed that uh, Tim Allen is just getting older, and yeah, the last yeah. and the last time he voiced Buzz, I mean, he was fine. I had nothing against it, but you could hear it in his voice, right? He's just getting older. Well, you know, cocaine will do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of a drug, I've heard. <laughs> Especially when you sell it, you know. Especially when you sell it at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just, you know, turn Patsy to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's but all you do. That's all that's you do. All you guys... and, then, and then you just, <laughs> you, you work on your home and you improve it. That's yeah. All you do. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, so, but I was intrigued about this movie. I, I don't, but I didn't feel the need to like see it day one. It's out. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, yes. I'm totally fine waiting on this coming to Disney Plus. It'll be on Disney Plus at some point. Yes, I'm 100% yeah, yeah. fine waiting for that. And I, I'm gonna do the same. Like even my kids aren't like normally. Like they, they at school they hear the propaganda. Like oh, I want to see this movie. This is coming out. Yeah. This is coming out. This is coming out. And they haven't said a peep about yeah. this. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a Disney Plus wait and watch. Um, well, the the thing is, Pixar is kind of a victim of their own creativity in a way because they've had such incredible films that if they have anything that's just even even if it's still good if it's not incredible it stands out because it's just not as good as the other ones right uh like it's no up or it's no uh, i don't know if you ever saw coco but coco is freaking stunning it's a fantastic movie coco is my favorite pixar movie it's up is number one for me the coco is number two uh i love I love those too. Yeah, Coco is my my be all end all uh, Pixar movie. Yeah, um, it doesn't get I, talked I, about enough. I honestly have a hard time fighting back tears every time his grandmother. Same. Yeah, like I'm just like same. game over. Yeah, man. both game those over. movies make me cry constantly <laughs> all during them, and I've seen them both multiple times. Yeah. Uh, same thing with uh, you know Wally. Also love, but um, Inside Out was another one where I was like, oh, yes. is this is gonna work. This is gonna suck, and it was amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. I never expected Bing Bong to make me cry, but there oh, we go. He Bing did. Bing Bong was so good. <laughs> yes, Bing Bong ruled. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Pixar, I it, it, you kind of uh, you kind of hope for home runs every time, right? And that's just not possible. I, agree, I mean, I, but... I knew I knew that the first time I saw Cars. <laughs> oh yeah, like Cars is their Cars is like their Fast and the Furious. Oh, Cars <laughs> is like, yeah. The cars made them so much is. money. Oh, I know. It made <laughs> yeah. it made them a shit ton of money, and they're yeah. bad. They're bad films. Yeah. Um, but kids love them, whatever. It's like, yeah, it's like kids with matchbox cars. It doesn't need to make sense. Right, so them. right now on Rotten Tomatoes, there are 95 uh, critic reviews and it's sitting at an 82%. And okay. the big overall thing that I saw 
was um, that, and this is kind of what I felt, just judging from the trailers, that the movie obviously looks fantastic. Uh, the acting is really, really good. But the story, while okay, just doesn't feel like it's among Pixar's best. Okay. And that's sort of how I, I felt it might be. Uh, Pixar's when they're the when they're good, like Coco or Up or any of those, the storytelling is stellar, right? Top notch. And uh, it sounds like this is a step below that. So. Well, yeah, I mean, um, because they used to release a movie like every other or every third year, and yeah, now they took time doing, with it. Yeah, they're doing every year. Sometimes they do two a year. Like, let's not forget as as much as we loved, and we said how much we loved Inside Out. That very same year, a couple months later, they released The Good Dinosaur. Yes. Which it's not a Which bad film, but it looks amazing, yeah. right? It yeah, looks incredible. Yeah, but it's just uh, like I, I love dinosaurs, so yeah. I, was, I like that aspect of it. I like but the was, characters in it, but storytelling wise, yeah, the story didn't hold up. It's not top um, notch. Yeah. Even like, like, and sometimes these stories that I've seen that don't hit right away, they kind of grow on me. Like Ratatouille was one that I didn't like. But it grows on me. Yeah. But it grew on me a little bit. I had I felt the same I about that one. And um, what's that one that just came out? Luca? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. That was a very simple story. Very yeah. simple, but I felt like the it, same about it. And then like I rewatched it and I was like, wait a minute. I think I like this movie. <laughs> so, yeah, like it grew on me. Um yeah. but like, yeah, they've kind of been hit or miss. Like turning red was another one. Uh, I talked about that with Matt when it came out, and my kids loved it, and I was surprised with the the theme of it yeah i mean really um especially like turning red and then oh shit they're talking about this stuff okay here we yeah. go but um i thought it was an endearing story like it's i a, did too like, it's yeah. one that like i'll re-watch with my kids especially them all being girls like i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about let's watch this movie and make it easier here we go <laughs> yeah. um this is gonna help me out later this is great yeah. um so yeah i i that that that's one that I didn't love initially. I liked, but it's grown on me. Um, but I yeah, this light year, I just feel like it's gonna be eh. Maybe maybe it'll grow on us at some point. Uh, uh, yeah, like there's even, obviously a chance for it. Yeah, even Wally was one of those where I was just like eh. I knew I I knew it looked fantastic, but it didn't like oh, hit yeah. me right away. And then the more I watched it, I'm like, oh, it's very cute, endearing. I love it now. Wally was probably the first, even though they've all looked good until then. But it's probably the first animated movie that when i was in a theater watching and just and, and he's in a garbage heap yeah i was looking at it like being blown away by how it oh, looked the visuals were yeah that was like the avatar of the animation world yes separate stories much better yes yes exactly it's not dancing with wolves or pocahontas in space yeah. oh don't you besmirch either of those films by comparing it to the avatar. <laughs> Just around the river, Ben. That was Avatar movies that pop out. <laughs> all seven of them. Oh, oh God help us. Oh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Like, I feel like James Cameron's at that point where he's so old, like the movies aren't going to be good because he surrounded himself with yes people. Yeah. And nobody's going to be like, James, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm James Cameron. Mm, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know where I've been? Marion Trench. I know what it looks like down there. Have you? You don't know. Matt. Yeah, James Cameron sounds suspiciously like the Baron. Yeah, they were actually related, right, Baron? No, fuck him. I was related to my dear baby brother Ivan Kirshner the third. Yes. Oh. Yeah, he was actually related to Irvin Kirshner. Oh, okay. That uh, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. He made a the great third. movie. Well, Robocop, right? Too. Yeah, Robocop 2, he was known for, right? Yeah, why is that name familiar though? That name's ah! no. 
Ivan Kirshner, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, what did he direct? Yes, yes, Ivan Kirshner directed the great soap opera, space opera fantasy, where the Empire struck back. Yes, you see. Oh, yeah, But did. he yeah. also did direct uh, Robocop 2. <laughs> I believe he was high on Nuke at the time, which was inspired by the movie. Ah, shit. He's dead now, I think. I haven't spoken to him in years, but... I've rowed his coattails, you see. I go to convention saying I'm the baby brother of Ivan Kirshner, the director of Empire Strikes Back. Probably sign some autographs that way, I right? I do, I do. And then and then I go home and I cry. And then I watch Schmitty watch Obi Wan. And I, I start to giggle. And I say, you fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Baron. I, 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 do, I do, I do like Empire Strikes Back, though. So oh, I yeah. do have your baby, your your older brother to thank for that. Yes, yes, he, that was a fine film. I don't understand oh, why you let him live with you. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, you know that Geico commercial where the people move in and animals just there. Yeah, that's yes. what happened with me. A similar scenario. I think. I think after animal the, in the house. Yeah. yeah, I think after the Muppets got canceled, these Muppets would just went to random houses. And just oh, just side like, note: speaking of Muppets, yeah. Uh, I too love the Muppets. Yes, um, yes, 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 I was with that. I knew Kermit once. We went to grad school, and wow. he, was, he stole. He fucking. He said I was writing that Rainbow Connection song. He stole it from me. That piece of shit. God oh wow! Damn it. Yes. Mm. Well, Fozzie bit. Bear's my favorite. Just throwing that out there. I love Fozzie Bear. But uh, um, there's this show on ABC, and it's called Holy Moly. Okay. And it is the reason I knew about it was because a. Steph Curry, who's probably one of my favorite basketball players that plays right now, uh, he's go, involved with it. Go, and go Warriors. And B, uh, it's about uh, mini golf, putt putt. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh shit, the Muppets are in that, right? Yeah, the Muppets are in this season of it, and it's uh, okay, fantastic. Yes. I have to. I've seen the advertisements, but I have yeah. yet to watch it. I completely it's, forgot. Uh, it. Matt, it's uh, yeah. I have to watch it. I, I, I'm a, I'm a huge Muppet, Mark. I love the Muppets. By the way, I met Will. I'm just, I miss Matt so much. He's not here. Yeah, well, he, he's off with fucking Stooley Steve and Piss Pete. I don't yeah. know where they are. Probably the lavatory. Using it for once. Diarrhea Dave's in that does, That's not the Stooley Steve I know. <laughs> no, well, he's trying. He's just, he's all, he's all he stooled up. He can't go. He's, he owes, uh, <laughs> he owes a ransom, remember? And we'll get yes. to that at some point, yeah, I'm we'll sure. We'll get to it. You say I gave him cheese. I feed him cheese via UV tube to bind him up so he can't poop. Oh, you're that was you, to Baron, it, huh? Baron, that was you? Yes. <laughs> I use the Gouda cheese, you see. Put it uh, liquefied. You're in, you're in cahoots with what? the condiment king? <laughs> oh, yes, you see. Uh, not only did I go to grad school with Kermit the Frog, but you see the condiment king and I, we committed a few trifle uh, burglaries. At the time, we'd go to 7-Eleven and we'd steal all their ketchup packets by the, the roller dogs. And we, would, we wouldn't we would even use the ketchup packet, Eugene. We'd stomp on them outside. So no one, no one, you see, could eat their roller dogs because I tell you, we're actually doing the community a service because those roller dogs were expired. And they're expecting the people to not be able to taste the foul beef with the succulent taste of ketchup. <laughs> Baron, that was very nice of you to do, I must say. Yeah, I must say. I'm kind of touched, honestly. Yeah, that's one of the nicer things I've, I've heard you've done. Yes, but I would piss in the mustard. <laughs> oh, there it is. 
Yeah, it's always got to come around, doesn't now, there's it? There's always oh, a catch. The old yin and the yang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, th- I did see today, um, speaking of the yin and the yang, I guess, so that's my, the best of the segue I'm going to get, is Lego released, uh, they have a, a sub-theme called Speed Champions, which is like cars and race cars and stuff. Uh-huh. So today they released a, a two sets that are based on film series is series. Yeah. So two different film series, uh, one being a good one, one being a terrible one. Uh, but they've never done that before where they're releasing a car that's from a specific film. Uh, the first one, the good, I, w- I will give you the good is they are releasing the Aston Martin from the James Bond series. And oh, it's, that's going cool. to, it's going to come with, uh, it looks like it's going to be the Daniel Craig version of Daniel of uh, James Bond. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be either 20 or 25 bucks. Now, unfortunately for the bad, you're going to get the Dodge Charger from the Fast and the Furious franchise. I, I knew. And that, the second you said bad, I could have guessed Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and it's going to come with a Don Toretto figurine. Oh, okay. It might uh, be worth it just for that. Oh, yeah. That's probably going to be about the same price, 20 to $25. Oh, you know it, yeah. Uh, I think those are releasing <laughs> August 1st of this year. I'm all in on that Aston Martin, though. They released like they released a, a Master Builder series, which is like a huge model of it right, earlier yeah. this year. Um, but I'm happy they're releasing more of a minifigure scale. R- remind me to send you this video I found. It's this guy whose YouTube channel is him just creating all these things out of clay. And he's okay. really good. He's a really good artist. But his newest video is he likes he has this series where he'll create these characters but he'll make them as lifelike as he can uh so okay. the one he just did it's a freak of nature <laughs> was a minifigure like a minifigure okay and you have to see this thing uh just to give uh, an idea um he'll take the like what the minifigure looks like and you know uh we'll use their feet for example right yeah, uh, their, how their feet look. He just gave them like one giant toe <laughs> because they don't have toes, <laughs> and it's pretty great. Oh, well, how, how, how can they balance with no toes? That's perverse. It's, it's impressive. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Oh well, I, that's all I got for news, Johnny. You got anything else that's going on in this crazy fucked up world we live in? No, I think we've talked enough. <laughs> I think so. Um, so this this Sunday coming up is Father's Day. And uh, I read, uh, I got a little book here. Uh, it's from the IDW Turtle series. Big surprise there. Will Schmitty reading from the Turtles books. Wow, I never saw that one coming. Talk about a swerve. Oh, man. But this is issue number five, and this is uh, kind of giving Splinter's back. I can't think of a better dad than a rat named Splinter. Can you? I mean, he's great. He's got to be one of the top dads in yeah. pop culture, he- right? Yeah, teaching his kids the 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 skills of ninjutsu. Early in comics, name a name yeah. a better father figure in comics. Maybe like Alfred, I guess. But he's constantly getting Bruce into trouble. Like you like, yeah. I would Bruce say Alfred's it. up there though. Yeah, Alfred Al- is up there in fairness. I would say Alfred, maybe maybe Splinter, and then uh, let me think of another good dad. Carl Winslow, um, and that's it. <laughs> oh yeah, Carl Winslow's the best dad. Yeah, Carl Winslow is honestly one of the greatest dads of all time. I mean, the fact that he didn't kill poor Urkel. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, come on, guy gives a, a medal. Right? In fact, he saved Urkel's life one time. Yeah, yeah. And he all those science experiments and the robots. Yeah. He even both of them turned into Bruce Lee that one time. Uh, that's what I would actually really like to meet Reginald Bill Johnson. I would like to I would his too. Hand. He seems yeah. like just an overall stand-up fucking dude. So, all right. This this is gonna start out. Uh see uh, the, you know, we 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 see a rooftop 
with Splinter kind of sitting up there and he's and he's kind of perched up and we see the moonlight uh, showing us his silhouette and we see these two burglars and they're they're walking around all stealthy like and all of a sudden Splinter springs down. He puts the one guy in a chokehold. Oh, what's he do now? Oh, he says this seems eerily familiar and uh, it cuts to uh, feudal Japan and we see this ninja doing kind of the same same thing sneaking up on these other ninjas outside of a, of a temple. He says these stories seem so similar, but yet so much the same and so different. And we cut to the scene of the, the four turtles and they're, they're fighting each other, working on their, their ninjutsu skills. And we see um, what's that? Donatello. He's sitting there in the middle and he's like, what are you, what, what you, what you chumps waiting for? Come on, attack. And all the, the other four turtles are circling and they're attacking and, Raphael, he he puts his moves on Michelangelo, knocks him down. Not today, Mikey, he says. And all of a sudden, Raph, he grabs Mikey again. He puts him in a full Nelson. Mikey flips him over, and they're tussling back and forth and back and forth. And they're they're saying, you know, you know, kind of complimenting each other on their skills back and forth. You know, oh, you got me this time. Oh, I got you that time. And then we cut away, and we see Splinter down the alleys again. These two criminals that were kind of there before, they're they're doing their no good next and splinters watching them. He knows they're up to no good cuts back to the scene of feudal Japan. Kind of the same thing. We see this samurai master and he's kind of lurking in the shadows and he's seeing these other two ninjas approach his dojo and he's keeping an eye on them to make sure that uh, they don't do anything too, uh, too malicious. And then once Yoshi and Saki were clan brothers until Saki chose to lead the foot clan down a power hungry path of dishonor, domination and destruction. And he says, none of the villagers outside this castle are to be left alive. And, you know, that was Oroku Saki. Kamado Yoshi, what are you saying, Oroku Saki? Our sole mission is to assassinate the castle lord and no one else. And he doesn't want, he doesn't believe that's the way. Thinks that uh, they're all weak. And we cut to a nice little temple house off in the, in the, in the uh, wilderness. And Yoshi became an outcast to his own clan. But in that, he was not alone. And we see Tan Shen, which is his wife. And she's sitting there with four little babies, and they're sleeping. Yoshi was husband to the beautiful Tang Shen, and father to small four sons. She's telling him to sleep now. And all of a sudden, these two ninjas, they break in, and they kill Fang Shen. And now for the children. And all of a sudden, devils. Amado Yoshi, he busts in. What have you done? He slices up the two ninja warriors and he rushes over to Tang Shen as she's sitting there dying. And he says, Shen, you live only for a moment longer, my love. Don't say that. She says, it's too late. You have to watch after the children. You have to watch after our sons. And as she dies, he looks at his four sons as they're waking up and he has to tell them that mommy's dead and I'm going to take care of you and make sure that nothing bad happens to you. So he gathers up his son, knowing that all his four sons, knowing that they, they, uh, other ninjas from the foot clan will come and, and probably murder him and his children. Next thing we see is splinter back in New York city, present day time. And he's with those two burglars and he's fighting them off. And next thing we see as after he fights them off, he opens up a manhole cover and he comes back down. And then from there we get a back to feudal Japan and there's a an little older and wiser Okusaki with his four sons, one with a red gi and size, one with a blue gi and katanas, one with a purple gi and a bow staff, and one 
wearing a orange gi with nunchucks. And he says, to my four sons, here they are. They're all working. And uh, they're all happy to see their father has returned with food. And they all start to eat. And he says, yes, sons, eat, for you have trained hard. And right after they start to eat, all of a sudden, we see Shredder emerge in feudal Japan, ninja gear. This is all for you. And all the Foot Clan members come. They try to fight valiantly as much as they can, but they're, they're left asunder. They can no longer fight off. And we see all four of his sons sitting on their knees, hands tied behind their back. Oroku Saki standing over them. Amato Yoshi on the other side of his four sons sitting on his knees, hands tied behind his back. And as Oroku Saki passed the final sentence to Amato Yoshi and his four sons, Yoshi tried to pray. He prayed to Buddha, to all the powers in the universe for justice. Prayed that he and his sons would be returned someday. And that he would once again be able to face Orokusaki, warrior to warrior. And in that moment, Orokusaki made the order. And all four of, his, of Hamato Yoshi's children were killed, beheaded. Orokusaki says, and now, traitor, time to die. Hamato Yoshi says, Orokusaki... For 11 seasons, I have honored my wife's last wish and avoided confrontation with you in order to keep our children safe. But now my sons are dead and I am no longer bound to that promise. Know this, when we meet again, I will destroy you. Rokusaki replies, we will never meet again. And he kills Rokusaki. And thus, Samato Yoshi and his sons were no more. Now we cut to present day. We see the four turtles eating some pizza pie and splinter after beating up the, the members of the, the gang that were threatening their, their sewer lair. It says yet their tale does not end. It has now become one of new hope and new dreams, a new respect for life and all its grand possibilities. And uh, splinter has a backpack and he takes it off and he says, Michelangelo, I have a new face mask for you. Because at this moment, they're all wearing red masks. And he hands them an orange one. Donatello hands him a purple one. And Leonardo, he hands him a blue one. And he says to them, well, don't just stand there, my sons. Try them on. And they put them on. And Raphael, I thought another gift would be appropriate for you. Your abilities have advanced beyond my expectations in the short time you've been back with us. And you have more than earned these. And he hands him his two sighs. And he says, now remember, we walk a path of peace now. Violence can only be our final choice. In any situation, I have learned the truth of this through painful experience. Use these tools honorably, my son, always. And Raphael replies, I will, I promise. And uh, we see the turtles. They're all happy with their new face masks and their, their new weapons. And Splinter says, my sons were taken from me. And now they are returned to be reunited with one's family. Is that not the greatest gift of all? Donatello looks and he goes, Father, I do have a question, though. How exactly did you know Raph's favorite color was red? An excellent question, Donatello, and one of many I'm sure you have all for me. There is much I have kept from you, much you deserve to know. Sit near me, my sons, as I share with you a most amazing tale. And they all sit down and he's probably going to tell them at that point that they weren't in this iteration. They were all 
uh, ninjas in feudal Japan and they were killed and they were reincarnated as turtles and then they were affected by the mutagen. And uh, that's how they became the Ninja Turtles. So tell uh, as old as time. Yes, tell as old as time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so very good. I, I I really do like Splinter. I think is just a great dynamic character. Oh um, yeah. And he often tells a funny. He does. I made a funny. <laughs> I made a funny again. <laughs> Ninja rap was born. <laughs> Ninja. Yep. So I didn't read anything. That's quite all right. That's quite. I I, uh, I, I stammered on long enough. Um, but I do like you. Wish all the dads out there happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I plan on uh, probably building some expensive Legos with my kids. There you go. There so, you go. Hopefully, sounds like a good Father's Day to me. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't fuck them up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. To all those dads out there, happy Father's Day. Um, anything closing for you, Johnny, uh, or uh, the old prospector? Anything from him? Uh, the old prospector isn't here, but uh, apparently the young prospector is. Oh, the old, the young prospector, the whippersnapper. That's right. Cellular That's device. right. I'm only 270 years old. That's not that old. No, young as a something young. Give me a, give me a thing. It's young. That's what I'm young as. Oh, that's not bad. Young as a, um, uh... I'm afraid to touch that subject. Oh, yeah. You should be. It's illegal. <laughs> yes, it sure is. <laughs> Baron, how, just, you doing? how you doing over there? That's just yes, come and see it. Yes, yes. I would like to wish all you fucking piece of shit fathers, because mine left me and told me to go to grad school. Well, Mine's coming back. He said he just had to go get some cigarettes from the store. He's lying to you. He's not coming back, you see. My father told me to room with a frog because frogs are trustworthy and that son of a bitch stole my song about the rainbows and how they connect. Oh, piece of crap, Ed. That was my song. He stole it. And then he stole my pig. I love that pig. It's not easy being green. It, no, it's not. It's not easy being green. Well, the turtles, they make it look pretty cool. They're not. That's bad, right. right. Yeah, they do. I fought the turtles once. All right. Uh, next week, because we didn't want to do it without Matthew, we are going to do our horror renditions. Horror or that is a hard word to say. Horror I, yeah, or I, renditions. Horror, of our a, scary renditions. Yes, our, our spooky <laughs> renditions of our Walt Disney classic films. Um, I have mine picked out. I'm willing to I share. Do, do you want to share yours, Johnny? Just to give a little taste, a little tender taste. Maybe we should just so we make sure we're not picking the same. Point. Yeah, I thought of the same thing. Um, yeah. What What uh, you want to go first? I'll just say this. Um, yes. Under the sea. Oh, going, very good. We're going under the sea for some. Awful things have happened for some poor, unfortunate souls. Would you say that? Oh, definitely some. Poor, unfortunate souls. Souls that would often not kiss the girl, perhaps. No, never would. Never would. Never, never would. would. Yes, very good. I am. Uh, I'm going to wish you a cheery ho uh, when you go to Sleepy Hollow because um, perhaps there'll be some wind in those willows. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, hmm. perhaps, perhaps. Mm. I kind of mm. cheated. I just took the horror movie they did. <laughs> I'm just going to put a spin on it. Seemed, uh, I didn't want to say anything. It doesn't get easy. Yeah, it's super easy. I'm going to make it sing, though. I'm going to make it sing. I got what some you, crafty what ideas. 
What if he just made yours like whimsical? It's just very happy. It's going to be. Uh, um, I will say this. I've I've picked out a director, and I've picked oh. out I've picked out a few co-stars for the film. And Love I've, this. Love and it. I've, and I've also um, I have a uh, stylistic direction in which I'm going to take the motion picture, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to sharing my my uh, ideas and they will be well thought out. Unlike this Obi-Wan Kenobi show, because this <laughs> people, this is podcasting. Ben Quadraneros really should have won that fucking race. <laughs>